This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Adam Geisen. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of After the Bell Rings. My name is Adam Geisen and we're going to be talking this week about uh, the cool things that are going on in technology in the PE classrooms uh, or the gyms, I guess, in Henning Elementary. Um, so without further ado, let's jump right into our techie teacher time for this week. It's techie teacher time. So joining us today with our Techie Teacher Time for this episode is Marissa Jeffrey, and uh, you are new at the uh, at Henning. I'm going to let you sort of tell us just a little bit about yourself as you yes, get started. Yes, I am a first-year teacher, and I just started at Henning back in the, uh, I guess, mid to late summer, and I am the second through fifth grade elementary teacher. How do you feel so far? Like it? I love it. I can't tell you how happy I am that I made this career switch and every single day is an adventure, but no matter what, it, I always come out with a smile on my face and know I made the right decision. Well, good. There's a lot of good kids there, Henning. Every time we go through, they're always doing something fun at PE. So we're excited to sort of talk about what you have brought with you. And, and again, anytime we can see innovative teachers in our district doing something new and different, we want to uh, spotlight those and, and kind of highlight them. And that's why Marissa's with us today. So tell us a little bit about uh, the research project that you did, first of all. Sure. Well, part of my teacher prep program that I was in at McKendry also involved the master's program, so I wanted to finish that simultaneously. Um, I didn't want to do just research simply to finish the degree. I really wanted to focus on something meaningful for um, this career and for me specifically. Uh, some of the research that I had looked into at the time really delved into motivation in PE, looking at factors that contribute to motivation or lack thereof. And so I focused my big research paper on not necessarily what those factors were, but really what age were we seeing these shifts in attitude? Because if you take a group of first graders, for example, and you go into their classroom and say, you get an extra PE today. I mean, it's like Oprah. They are right. screaming, they are <laughs> hooping and hollering, like you just made their day. Right. If I went into, let's say, a 10th grade classroom and yeah, said the exact different. same thing, I'm probably gonna get things thrown at right, me. Right, like, yeah. I just ruined their day. So <laughs> where is this gap happening? You know, Somewhere right. there's this shift. And we, we know a lot of the reasons why, but no one has really pinpointed when. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of great ways that you can overcome some of these shifts. But if you don't know when to necessarily implement those shifts, you can't really be sure that they're actually happening when they should. Right. Um, well, you so know, when that's you think, what I focused on. When you think about data, you know, and, and we're talking about schools, most often you're thinking math, you're thinking science and English. But there is no reason why we can't look at every single one of our classes and figure out what's the best way to make our kids, you know, most excited about learning about that. You know, and, and PE exactly. is not just playtime. I mean, no. they are learning in these classes, and that's that's important stuff. Exactly. I mean, it's physical education. It's not right. gym class. Right. It's not right. roll the ball out and just watch the clock right. away. Like, exactly. They need to learn. We, we have so many health disparities in our nation right now, and coming from a wellness background for over mm -hmm. a decade, I saw so many problems with adults that would say, you know, I wish I had done this or I had Absolutely. known this at an earlier age. 
and knowing that if I can help these kids stay motivated to where even just delaying some of that um, negativity or a motivation, right. I can help change some of those health habits. I can help them realize like it can be fun to be active. You can find something that works for you. Um, and just knowing that ultimately if they can enjoy PE more, they can stay active, they can stay healthier. I can start making some of those lasting changes, not only in our community, but you know, in, in the world around us. Right. And everything benefits. Oh, absolutely. You're more energy, you're more, you can do more than you could before. Yeah, and we uh, know that even helps in the classroom. If absolutely. they can help burn some of that energy and really utilize that time to play and to utilize their mind and their body in totally different ways, they're going to be more focused in the classroom yeah. as well. So what'd you find out? Well, we looked at approximately uh, 272 elementary students. Um, I decided to kind of put my focus on grades three through five. That was kind of my hypothesis. I feel like around that age is yeah. might be where we're starting to see a shift. A lot of changes in that age, right? Yeah. And I mean, you could kind of look even at the difference between third grade and fifth grade and see that there's going to be some attitude um, changes, especially in PE. And there's a lot of things that are happening in general that are different from third to fifth grade. So that's where I focused my attention. Um, I was very, very fortunate enough to have some phenomenal teachers who agreed to cooperate with right. me in the first place, because in order to do this research, I needed it to be done on the computer. So we don't usually use computers per se so much in PE class. Right. So that meant they were going to have to take a little bit of time out of their own classroom to accommodate me. And yeah. I'm beyond grateful for what they allowed me to get done during this time. Uh, but obviously with your help, Adam, we uh, created a phenomenal survey that was all on Google Classroom. So students were completing it only at one junction in time. They did it in about anywhere from five to 15 minutes, yeah. depending on um, you know a variety of things, how well they could read, how much they could comprehend. And we tried to simplify it, obviously, as much as possible. But we really just kind of looked at some simple questions and asked them how they felt on a scale. So right. it could be a statement as simple as, uh, I feel just the right amount of challenge in PE. And all they had to do was click on, I agree, right. I disagree, I strongly disagree, I strongly agree, or I'm not sure, or I'm neutral. And so they were answering approximately, I think, 17 questions yeah. uh, that really just kind Doable. of focused. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, so then they just kind of answered those questions. Wonderful Google compiled <laughs> all of that right. data, which, boy, that saved me mm -hmm. months of, you know. Counting and absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, all the, the manpower that's involved with collecting that data. Uh, compiled everything and then just kind of breaking the data down to yeah. see where their trends um, for each grade. So I compared third grade to fourth grade to fifth grade to see were there any shifts in how the class in general was answering, as well as gender. I was going to say because we you, do you know compared yeah, gender too, right? There, there's a lot that suggests that there are gender differences mm -hmm. um, between attitude and motivation and PE. To so right. see were we starting to see any of that going on, right. and um, just to kind of do a quick summary of the data. For the most part, there was really no uh, significant shift going on yet, um, which I think is a huge credit to the school sure, and absolutely. the district in general. I can't say I can take a huge amount of that credit thus far. Because, <laughs> this year you can. Yeah. You know, I've only been there for a few months at the time right. this data was collected. But what I was seeing, at least from my population, where students are still very engaged, they're still very passionate about PE, they're still very motivated to be there. Mm -hmm. um, there were a few questions where there right. was a slight shift. Some outliers. Um, you know, some kids 
starting to say they don't see it as much fun. Um, some of the topics that they're learning may not be as important as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And then also feeling good about themselves when participating in PE, which isn't necessarily a big, big shock. I mean, right. you can start to see kids as they age start being more cognizant of yeah. their peers around them and how they're being perceived and judged. Definitely so, as they work in a middle school and high school, you'll see that, I'm ex- sure. Exactly. Right. You really start to see more of that self-conscious and awareness right. as to how they're doing. Um, so that's not overly surprising, but even then the numbers weren't overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that our kids still do have a lot of self-confidence. The data showed that they have, uh, they feel like they are supported well by staff and administration. Um, they feel like the teachers care about them, right. that we're, we are concerned about their well-being, which means a lot to me. Right. I always want them to know that their best interest is why I'm here. And I think in general that ultimately we can say that we know a shift has to occur at some point. Yeah. Um, maybe it's better in our district than others, but it is probably occurring at a different age, which right. is good. That tells me it's happening later, right. which means students are enjoying PE more. Ultimately, they're going to get more out of it. Yeah. So I was very pleased with what the data suggested, not only about our population, um, but just that there were some trends saying, no, it's not happening right. at this age. Right. And that's good. And sometimes no results are good results. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really fascinating to see that and just to get a good idea is, okay, even those numbers that were kind of close, mm-hmm. what can I do as a teacher to right. help focus right. on these things? Because ultimately, I want to use this research to help me become a, a better educator, you know, down the road. And it could change every single year. Right. But right. if I see that, oh, maybe some of the kids are starting to think it's a little less fun in fifth grade, I need to start incorporating more of what they think is fun right. into my curriculum so they find themselves enjoying it. The time passes without them realizing it. They're fully engaged and ultimately getting the benefits out yeah. of it. Well, one thing that you guys are doing that is, um, I think is pretty fun, and I've seen the kids really react well, is uh, incorporating um, these polar heart rate sensors yeah. that are pretty sweet. So talk about that for a minute. Oh, these polar watches are phenomenal. Uh, they were acquired, I think, last year mm-hmm. through some grants that the previous PE teacher and Miss Hughes were able to obtain. And at least the fifth grade are familiar with them, but for fourth grade, and because we only have 30, they're not cheap, and right. they are certainly um, time-consuming in terms yeah. of programming for each individual. But uh, we allow our choice students to use them, so they get a little extra added bonus when they are mm. in PE by utilizing these watches. But essentially what they're doing is each student is assigned a specific watch. They log into that watch when they're assigned it when they come into class, so they check it in, check it out for each choice class period. And then that data, once we start the program, both through their own monitor and then through my um, iPad, basically, Mm -hmm. it syncs up this data so the heart rate information they're seeing on that watch can then be projected onto a screen in the gym itself. It's real time. I mean, it's amazing. They can see exactly on that board. Um, It's usually color-based, so they can kind of tell the darker the color, the harder they're working. (coughs) And they can basically achieve awards through this um, software then as to how hard they're working, like a gold medal, silver medal. And what's even better is it's all coded. So if I have the number 17 watch, Mm -hmm. I see number 17 up there. I don't see a name. There's no names, right. Exactly. So they don't have to worry about comparing and contrasting. They only are looking for their own numbers. They don't know how to judge with somebody else unless they choose to share that themselves but it really motivates them to see right there on the board 
how am I doing? How high is my heart rate? How low is my heart rate? What is actually triggering that heart rate to go up and maybe what is not getting it done? Mm -hmm. So it's real time data that they can see right there. And I tell you, Adam, the the motivation that these students have when they put those watches on is through the roof. I mean, normally they'd be standing in line, not thinking anything about maybe PE, maybe what they're having for lunch for all I know. And suddenly they put these watches on. And I have kids that are doing 30 jumping jacks until their next turn just to get that heart rate up and see how they move up on that board. It's it's phenomenal. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And we were talking about this uh, before we started recording that, you know, there is something about having that monitoring system going on. You're you're just more aware all of a sudden. You're paying more attention to what your heart's doing. Whereas otherwise you might just be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to stand still. But if you're like looking at a number and that number's going down, the motivation is there to get that number back up again. And, and it just, the energy is there and the excitement is there and kids get involved and in, when they may not have otherwise. Oh, exactly. I mean, we, that's pretty neat. we know with all the activity trackers that are out on the market now, I mean, I have my Apple Watch right. and I love seeing how well I'm doing, how many steps I've gotten. It it could be close to bedtime and mm-hmm. I see I need one more minute of exercise. Right. So I start running my stairs just to get my right. extra activity. So, I mean, we see that it motivates people, but then you add it to this classroom perspective where all the students can have this board to see how well they're doing comparatively right. without physically listing this as the student's name and yet it adds this whole other level of yeah. um, motivation to that which cool. is fabulous yeah, absolutely. I mean kids that normally don't get too excited about activity in general are just killing themselves and busting <laughs> their rear ends <laughs> to get that heart up just right. so they can have that achievement factor right. Right. and that's something that without seeing that number even if they were doing it before now they've got something tangible and that really kicks up a level in ways that man it's just it's mind-blowing absolutely it's so exciting for everyone and it's cool to see technology take another positive role in a class that doesn't necessarily we don't often think about technology having a role in pe but it definitely does in this in this case for sure and i really feel like that's the future of pe is how do we incorporate technology because we're seeing it in all other areas of education and really all realms of our lives it's it's individualized yeah Uh, what you know what maybe running 20 laps for one kid is easy and 20 laps for another kid is really difficult and this allows us to be able to see you know where where can certain kids improve and where where do other kids you know do they need to challenge themselves more and i think that that's this is that perfect opportunity for differentiation if we're talking about educational terms exactly Uh, it's a great opportunity well, and even then watching to see how their heart rates return back to a normal level. Right. I mean, there's so many added health benefits that they can gain mm-hmm. and that we can discuss what, what that data means to that cool person. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, they can take that data back and realize like, wow, my heart rate took a really long time to drop back down. What does that mean right. in, in my life? Mm-hmm. How does that impact every single thing that I'm doing? What do I need to be doing differently? Conversely, the kids who say, I'm working really hard and my heart rate's just not going up. That's actually a good thing. Right. But they may not realize that because they haven't had that kind of raw data to educate them. And you're taking things that some adults don't realize and you're applying that to a fourth grader. So they can use that kind of data then essentially for their sports, their activity, just their overall well-being for the rest of their lives, understanding what that heart rate means in terms of your physical well-being it's it's cool stuff oh absolutely well i'm excited to see what comes next i know that there's always good things going on over there at henning and the the pe office and all the uh the great stuff that they're doing there in the gym so we are uh we appreciate you coming and hanging out with us today uh great stuff i I know that that research um we're gonna put 
Um, links to the research and at least some of the data that you were able to find on the show notes. We'll be able to um, kind of let people take a look at some of that. Uh, so thank you very much for bringing that to our attention and, and no sharing it with us. Thank you for all your help and allowing um, me to, again to integrate it, so much technology into an area that, again, if, if this is even another motivator for kids in yeah. PE, if I can show them that all the techie things that they love for kids who don't like PE in general, you can apply it in PE. Now I found a new way to bring... Right other kids into right. it oh so. yeah absolutely well awesome thank you so much again marissa we will talk to you again soon and see what's going on uh, again thanks for listening to after the bell rings you can catch us on spotify um on google podcasts on apple podcasts and any place else you get your podcasts check us out on after the bell for the show notes for this episode and for previous episodes and we will catch you next time you've been listening to after the bell rings our mission is to strengthen the school home partnership for show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.